This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. It's very distressing to hear of the 270 pilot whales that have become stranded off the west coast of Tasmania. And while it's not the first time this has happened, the scale of this event is very hard to get your head around. To help us understand what's going on and what the rescue effort involves, we're joined by Dr Vanessa Perotta, a marine researcher at Macquarie University. Good morning, Dr Vanessa. Good morning. When did these whales first become stranded? Well, it was reported only um, yesterday, in fact. It was a sudden thing that it came about. And people were basically trying to scramble to see how many animals there were. So it went from 70 to now what it believes to be over 250. Well, the the last that that I heard in the news this morning, you know, was that about a third of those whales had already died. Can you tell us what the rescue efforts will involve and, you know, what the chances are of success? Well, there's a big, big mass effort because it is a mass stranding. The longer that the animals stay there, risk of of survival does, unfortunately, uh, decrease. Mm. So efforts will definitely be made to assess to see how the animals are going and the animals that are looking relatively good versus those that have passed away. Because the animals that look relatively good, they'll be the first candidates that will be a great one for potentially refloating and making their way back out. Now, having said that, you can spend a huge amount of effort trying to rescue individuals, and then in some cases they simply turn around and restrand. Oh, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? Why do they do that? I mean, do we know why whales become stranded? You know, is human activity posing some kind of threat? What's behind this? Unfortunately, we don't know why they strand. It's a mystery, and it has always been a mystery. So, oh, Vanessa, get cracking, person... get cracking. You've got to solve this mystery. <laughs> I know, I would love to, especially if I could tell people that, hey, expect 270 animals to rock up to your beach. I mean, mm. this is the kind of thing. There might be a number of drivers. They might have been investigating, just trying to see what the environment was like there, just out of curiosity. Maybe something startled them. Maybe they were feeding on certain prey and, they got too close or maybe there was an individual that unfortunately led them the wrong way. Number of factors, but yes, human activity in the ocean can also be harmful to marine life. We put a lot of sound in the ocean through acoustic activity underwater, such as shipping. We also do underwater construction, boat activity, you name it. There's a whole host of things that unfortunately us as humans, it's making the ocean a very noisy place. Mm, so that sort of messes up the whole sonar thing, does it? Well, the, the, it does contribute to a lack of available space to communicate, but the extent uh. in which it interferes with communication, we don't know. And especially these animals are high-frequency communicators, so they'll use high-frequency sounds, which generally travel across short distances in comparison to those low frequencies like we see humpback whales when they sing. Hmm, okay. So, look, we've also been hearing this morning that Tasmania, particularly this west coast of Tasmania, is a hot spot for these kinds of mass strandings. You know, when was the last time there was a whale stranding of this magnitude in Tassie? And do we know why it's such a hot spot for these sorts of occurrences? Well, there was reports that it happened around 10 years ago. Hmm. Same animals. Um, well, actually, there was a stranding of sperm whales in a similar area. Okay. We don't know why Tasmania is such a what in some people would consider a hot spot. Uh, but what we do know is that the waters around Tasmania is, you know, the Southern Ocean. There's a lot of productivity. There's a lot of great nutrients around, animals feeding on certain different levels in the marine ecosystem. So the opportunity to have these animals in the area is quite high. And so 
people are generally a lot closer to the to the ocean, being on a small island essentially, and so the chances to document such event is obviously increased. Okay, because there's a lot of people living close to the coast there, we're more likely to know about it. Are there other places that this happens as well? There are other places where this happens. And, I mean, you can never predict when a stranding is going to happen. I must point that out. And, obviously, because we don't know why it happens. But, yeah, other places, it's happened on the west coast of Australia. A couple of years ago, there was a big stranding there of pilot whales. But New Zealand is also a key hotspot for stranding events. And, unfortunately... They see large mass strandings of pilot whales every now and then. Okay. Well, are you hopeful that some of these whales will survive? I'm hopeful that in a sample size of over 250 that there'd be at least a couple. So that's just me being completely optimistic, but the chances are that we now have, it's nearly 24 hours since our first sighted, we're even, even greater now. But the, the, the personnel and the staff on, on in charge of it will likely do their best and we wish them the very best in this effort. This is one that's a very big emotional as well as physical strain on people as well as the animals. These animals have never seen a human probably before and to imagine seeing an animal, a uh, human such as ourselves, approach these animals would be likely be very stressful. Yeah, that's true. Look, it's distressing for us. I can't imagine how distressing it is for the people that are there today trying to rescue these animals. Yeah, thank you so much for filling us in on it. No worries. Have a great day. That is Dr. Vanessa Perotta. She's a marine researcher from Macquarie University. We're talking about the plight of the pilot whales beached off the west coast of Tasmania. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.